Ladies and gentlemen, you're watching Geekcaster. Everything sci-fi, fantasy, geek culture. I'm Michael Seven Michael, and today we've got Mary Taylor. Mary <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> How you guys doing? I'm good. Doing good. Are you awake after? Not really. No. <laughs> okay, like the rain makes me sleepy, so I'm still, still I'm still recovering from my Comic Con knee injury. Oh man, what happened during Comic Con? I I don't know. My knee just just gave out on me. The first day I did like five miles. Okay. And then the second day I walked more than that. Okay. So I think my knee was like your your bugging. Um, I need to set you straight. Wow. And I said no. Well, that's yeah. not good. Yeah. So Saturday, <laughs> I walked the least amount. Okay. Um, so if you're going to Comic Con, be prepared to walk. Yes. I think uh, I lost a few pounds. If, well, you know, if, you, if you're going to skip the gym, mm -hmm. skip it all the beginning of that week before Comic Con because you will get your cardio on at Comic Con. That's for sure. Now, New York Comic Con. Correct. It is a comic book pop culture convention? I don't even it's know growing. if that... It's yeah, growing so big. I don't it's, know if that really encompasses right. all of it because it's it's pop culture from like TVs and movies. Mm -hmm. It's anime. It's your favorite book. It's your favorite fandom, your favorite throwback TV show or fandom. Like it's mm -hmm. literally... And in, cool posters. Yes, yeah. you do get a lot of cool posters. <laughs> there are a lot of really awesome artists, um, professional and amateur, that come out for Comic-Con. But see, nowadays, um, fandom is becoming pop culture. Because like before, it was like, oh, you like that thing that's considered nerdy or whatever. And we're not mm. going to, um, we're not going to like, we're going to like other you or whatever. But now, like, fandom is everything. And it's in everything. Like, um, I think the big thing over at uh, San Diego Comic-Con mm -hmm. is Supernatural, or was Supernatural, because now they're, they're almost done. And The Walking Dead is a big thing, but, like, if you just think about it, it's not, like, it's not original geek culture in the sense of you like magic and sci-fi and weird stuff. Mm -hmm. It's... it's kind of the newer geek culture of like oh this is like a completely what if scenarios like what if ghosts are real type thing what if zombie apocalypse happened and so mainstream is becoming or has already become fandom so it's just becoming more and more everything that we everything that we're used to like as nerds well, let's jump into some of those new things that are going on now. Um, uh, let's start with am anime, because there's a lot of things changing with even the distribution of anime. Sure. Um, so one thing I would mm -hmm. like to highlight, um, I did go to a panel for Funimation and mm -hmm. Shogun Jump. Okay. Um, and one of the things that really stuck out to me um, by one of the voice actors is the difference between what it used to be 20 years ago okay. um, when they were doing Yu Yu Hakusho and what they're doing now. Um, it used to take 
months for them to be able to do a dub. It was a very time consuming effort. Um, and they just talked about how now it's so easy. Um, they get the episodes within days of it premiering in Japan and the dubbed version is out within a week. So it really allows the um, Western audience to really feel more involved and more a part of the fandom of the anime because they're getting it almost completely on time like that of um, your, hair, your hair is hitting the mic oh. yep. like <laughs> that of um, like those in Japan okay see the thing about um, okay so like the anime industry is becoming so far into western media it's um, it's all because like there's this huge been this huge decline in uh, like the quali- the acceptable quality of animation, like in Western animation, and mm-hmm. so like we go and try and see something that meets our original standard of quality, at least what we remember, and so like that's anime, and so like as it becomes more and more, um, more and more mainstream in in the West, it be- there gets a lot of like modern problems arising, like how it it's really easy for them to dub stuff nowadays, but the quality of voice acting is actually going down because they're not in they're not using like newer voice actors they're not looking for newer talent they're using the same like same that voice actors point. yeah and so like a lot of times even though the dub is available mm-hmm. um a lot of times we still go for like subtitles because we know midoriya that isn't supposed to sound like he's <laughs> 40? Okay. Are there more f- celebrities um, involved these days? Not not what I would consider, I guess, pop culture um, mm-hmm. celebrities. They're probably they're celebrities within their own kind of community. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're aware of who voice actors are, I would consider them maybe a celebrity within the voice acting community because they've done a lot of your... A lot of your favorite characters are the same people over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, so within the industry, yeah, I would say that they're uh, celebrities. But to the average person, honestly, the average person watching an anime never Googles what the voice actor really looks like. <laughs> Wait, but then as soon as they really, really get into anime, mm-hmm. it's when they start to realize they've heard that voice. Yeah, you seven times nothing. over. Gotcha. Yeah. And like that's that's one of the, that's like the problem is they recognize the voice. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, Cree Summer is one of the most well-known yes. voice actresses. Yes, mm-hmm. all your favorite but, black like, girls, that's Cree. <laughs> you actually didn't know that previously until you went and Googled, because, like, from every character, no two characters of hers actually have the same voice. Even when she was, um, when she was on Kids Next Door and she voiced number, number five, five and her older sister and like you there was a difference they still sounded similar because mm-hmm. you're like okay siblings talk similar but their voices weren't the same a great example like that of that i think is um stan smith from american guy and joe swanson from oh Family yeah guy that's sure. the same voice actor <laughs> but if you are not paying attention and they're the only ones talking, you're not really sure what show you're watching. Mm-hmm. Because his he does basically his own voice for both characters. Now, New York Comic Con, they also do 
Anime NYCC. And they went really hard with Fire Force. Are you guys familiar with Fire Force? I am not. Not I at all. I am. It's on my watch list, and I've started watching it, and I'm playing catch-up, because I often have to play catch-up with anime, because I'm like, I'll let it go, and then I'll just binge it. And mm -hmm. so I'm, um, the main character's name is Shinra, and his, like, in the series, everyone has, like, a uh, little flame inside of them, and there's this thing called internal human, com um, oh, spontaneous human combustion. And so someone will randomly burst into flames. And mm. second generation fire starters or fire users, um, they can control, they have some type of pyromancy in which they can control flames and then third generations can produce their own flames and the main character Shinra is a third generation and his ability is to produce flames from his feet and the people who or the artist who made um, the creator of Fire Force is also the creator of Soul Eater oh. and Soul Eater is like that original Soul Eater widely is excellent. known um, Halloween anime, so like this is the great month for Fire Force, and they'll be finishing up their first season not too long, um, not too far along here, and um, like as Shinra goes to try and find the explanation of spontaneous human combustion, like if it really is spontaneous or <laughs> causing it, yeah, that's a thing. That's so cool. they're just like, is someone causing this? Right. And so um, you get to meet a slew of characters, and they're all pretty fun. And of course, you do have to have the obligatory etchy character. In this case, um, like in Soul Eater, it was Blair the cat. And in this case, it is also another cat-like character named Tamaki. And so she had her, she's also third generation, and her abilities are like, she gets flame cat ears and two tails. And so there's her ability isn't very well fleshed out, but we get we'll get to see some more of her pretty soon. Now is this super popular because they had a whole setup. They were like half I would say, yeah, half the setup, if not seventy five percent of the setup for wow. anime NYCC. So, so for I, um And I'm and I'm I don't want to confused with the other convention that's coming up. Yeah. Like we got, it's anime, I think it's NYCC. New York anime, yeah. NYCC. I think that's the exact hyphen in. Anime, and I can't say the end of the way. Anime. Anime. NY, I think it's anime at NYCC, but yes. Um, yeah, I think she's correct. Mm -hmm. What you call the, so Fire Force is actually really popular and they're hyping it up because they know as soon as um, October 12th hits, mm -hmm. no one's going to be watching Fire Force anymore. Really? No one's going to be watching anything else anymore other than My Hero. So My Hero Academia is widely popular. It's um, My Hero Academia and Boruto are set to be two of what's considered the new big three of anime. So, so there is a Boruto, Naruto, like, time flip crossover <laughs> happening and yeah so apparently Boruto is going to meet a young Naruto um, and that sounds like a hot mess for the Leaf Village exactly <laughs> 
And so that that's going to be a movie coming up. That's a movie, yeah? Coming up soon? I, I think, I believe it's a series. I believe they're doing a series for that. That does not need a series. That just needs a movie and move on. Uh, oh, wait, speaking of movies, um, mm. Demon Slayer is getting a movie. And what's really interesting about that is Demon Slayer is only in its first season. And historically... Wait, live action? No, Demon Slayer is first season anime. No, no, but are they going to do a film live action? No, it's just the anime film, which is why it's so strange, because normally they'd wait till... um, Like, My Hero waited till the second season, Mm -hmm. which was still pretty early. And um, historically, they've waited until, like, the third or fourth season to produce a movie, so that way they know they have an audience for it. But... um, the character that it's centered around, mm-hmm. if any, anyone who reads the manga knows about the character it's centered around, so they know why it's getting a movie, as opposed to a series, because it should have been the second season, but it's instead it's just the movie, so they're wrapping it up very nicely and neatly. But you also have to take into account the popularity of the manga itself, especially in Japan. So that's a, a lot of the reason why um, things become animes in the first place is because the manga is hugely popular. So maybe the manga is hugely popular in Japan and they just saw that, you know, we might not be sure about the anime yet, but the manga crowd, we're for sure going to have the audience we need for this movie. So let's just go straight for the movie. Well, see, um, that, like, that is a very good argument, but also, like, I, don't, I can't say anything because I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> because like I know because I know what happens yeah. in the manga I know that's it's most likely the reason like the thing that happens in the manga is most likely the reason that it's getting a movie okay. Okay. as opposed to a series because it would just it would be easy to continue it into a series because it's direct it's literally mm-hmm. the next set of chapters or whatnot. How are you so. guys getting your animation are you, are you watching things through Crunchyroll are you watching through Fundamation how are you so I watch, um, I watch mostly subbed, so I get mine through um, Crunchyroll. However, if I really need to dub, if I really need something dubbed, then because I'm working, mm-hmm. um, I'll get it through High Dive, or um, because I have a Verve um, VRV kind of connection. So it's a three-in-one type thing. So I get Crunchyroll and High Dive and whatever Verve has. Yeah, because Taylor last year weren't there like several different um, distribution outlets that were kind of all together as one? Um, well, I know Crunchyroll and VRV are supposed to be, like, together. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know for a while, if you paid for one, you got both. Mm-hmm. That's not how it is anymore. Um, but that was how it used to be. Um... So I think a lot of them collaborate. A lot of them are collaborations between the actual original Japanese studio, which probably still does work here, mm-hmm. and the actual uh, company here that's in charge of the distribution and the publication on the American side. Okay. Um, so there are a lot of companies that are this kind of the same company, mm-hmm. but they're just in two different regions, kind of. So like Crunchyroll and Funimation, are like the American side. They're the ones that usually do a lot of the publications and the dubbing over from the Japanese versions. So um, Crunchyroll and Funimation are two separate companies because Funimation is yeah. pretty much a dubbing only company. 
And so um, the distribution actually comes either directly from Crunchyroll or like Sentai Filmworks mm -hmm. or um, another company that's usually based, that more often they're based in LA. And then they'll get, if Funimation wants to dub something, they'll get the distribution rights from um, Crunchyroll. And so it's, it's still a weird partnership mm -hmm. because with Verve, um, they did have that package deal where you get Verve, Funimation, and Crunchyroll, and then Crunchyroll ended up um, dropping out of it, and they uh, Verve replaced it with High Dive, and we're still kind of exploring High Dive to see it's like okay, this is a viable like um, mm -hmm. kind of alternative to Funimation, mm -hmm. and um, so I do believe they still have that three in one package because I was watching it the other day. They don't. But, I, oh, it I, was just a grandfather They don't. Thing? I realize they don't because I checked my credit card statement and all of a sudden there were two <laughs> Oh, no. So, yeah, so that's how I know that there's no longer a package because it was definitely a package when I signed up. Uh, see, it might have been... might have been a grandfather thing. I don't know. I, I've, I've had, had it for too long, so... I've had mine for like two years. Uh, yeah, and recently this summer I discovered that they had split the charge. Um, so yeah, you might want to check, check my bank statement. Say, you might want to check your bank statement because they've been taking $8 from you and you don't even know it. Ah. Now, I, I don't have too much on books this year that seem to be exciting. Hunger Games prequel. Yeah. All right, people? <laughs> there is a new Hunger Games. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you said timeout. It's not the war. It doesn't matter. Okay, like, so it's not the war. That it's not the, the country, war. It didn't it's not the war, but it's reconstruction, which may be even more interesting because it's not the actual war. It's them creating the twelve districts okay. and how they function after the war, which I think is a little more. That that it's would a little more tricky, like trying to bring back society after society has crumbled. Mm -hmm. I, I've seen the world blow up a million times. I've seen that in the movie a million times. But like rebuilding but it is a different story. The trouble story. of building it back up. Yeah. Let's, Wait. So is this a oh. prequel build up before the Hunger Games? Okay. So or this is this post? is the prequel before Katniss Everdeen. So Kat, okay. this is like 65, 70 years before Katniss Everdeen. Okay. Um. And yeah, so this is them basically creating the districts, figuring out their their political structure and how they're gonna function again. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm really interested on how the capital becomes the capital, mm. and they actually get away with all the, the arrangement. That they do. <laughs> I mean, just the arrangement of like you guys work and do all this labor, and the capital kind of I'm not really sure what because I'm pretty sure the first district is the capital police. So what does the capital do? Wait, but the 12th district, remember, that's when they rebelled, was shortly after the war. Oh, sorry, the 13th district. We, oh, we are about to see how the 13th district listen, disappeared. Listen, we don't we have to see. All we got I, at Comic-Con was a, a banner. That's all we got at Comic-Con. No panel, no discussion, no author signing. It was just, it was just a banner. <laughs> so bring this back. Uh, I want the audience light. to know that this is the official way that you talk about a banner. It's called the Taylor. It's spirit fingers. You have to spirit <laughs> fingers and everything, okay? That's funny. Bring it on taught me that. But were there any other books that, that were exciting? Um, 
it was interesting when they did the reveal. Um, people were shaking things and Ooh, Hunger Games. Everybody looked, and then they kind of moved on. It was very weird. I mean, what else are we supposed to do? Stare at for <laughs> half an hour? <laughs> oh, and Taylor, you said that. Uh, by the way, you said a lot of posters were different each day. I didn't even notice that. Um, it depends on where you were. Some people okay. were real corny, like Viz. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Viz. Um, but you let me down this year. Mm. Um, there was only one sampler book. Um, they gave out the same poster over and over again. Comic-Con. Mm. All vendors. Okay? Okay. The stupid cutout hats, like I'm five at McDonald's, I don't need it. I don't want it. Save the trees. It's not necessary. <laughs> okay? Take you could have given me two different My Hero posters for all that all that paper you wasted. But wait. But wait. Because <laughs> we have Anime NYC coming in November. Correct. Which is specific to anime. Correct. So I'm kind of hoping they show out, they conserve for um, anime at New York Comic Con and show out at Anime NYC. Mm. I'm expecting a repeat. They better show out. <laughs> we uh, got three books last year. I have all three of them. I've gone to Comic-Con several years in a row now. Mm -hmm. um, it's like year four. Mm -hmm. um, and this is definitely the year where I got the least amount of freebies. Mm. Um, they're definitely cutting back on that. I don't know if they're seeing it as like it's not beneficial or whatever. Like I usually Crunchyroll, like if you're a Crunchyroll member, you get like an exclusive bag mm -hmm. or a pen or some nothing. Yeah. Nothing. I was highly disappointed, Crunchyroll. Well, highly I, disappointed. I gotta say, Disney, even though they didn't give out much, I got these wonderful posters for big city greens <laughs> and M. Oh, do you know what I did see? Because <laughs> we talk about Disney. Do you know what I did see? That what did I, you see? I was absolutely like flabbergasted. So not only did they have a Harry Potter and the Cursed Child booth, but they had a Harry Potter and the Cursed Child panel. Oh. Okay. So if, for those of you who don't know, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is basically the eighth book in the Harry Potter series. Mm -hmm. um, it takes place maybe mm, 15, 20 years in the future, if that long. Mm -hmm. um, Harry's an adult. He's married to Ginny, Avi, and the, the story is basically about their son, Albus, mm -hmm. um, who's obviously named after Dumbledore. Oh, um, that's so cute. That's so but cute. But I saw it on Broadway, mm. both parts, and it <laughs> was the most magical thing I've ever seen in real life. Oh, like, it is. I was blown away. Like, the way that they do things and they appear and disappear, I was like, there must be trap doors and wires everywhere. Um, and the panel kind of explains some of the things that they do. Mm. So the actors are trained on how to, like, swoosh their cloak <laughs> to hide objects and then, like, kind of uh, show them, but make it not look like they were carrying it. Like, they mm. gave us all these examples 
And they spend like 18 weeks practicing these like basically rhythmic moves. Um, and the show is really, really good. Like if you're a Harry Potter fan and you know the storyline, if you don't really excellently, excellently know the storyline. It's worth it. If you are a Harry Potter fan, it is absolutely 100 million, billion percent worth seeing it. I saw it all by myself. That's a lot of percentage, folks. I saw it all by myself. <laughs> <and> exactly. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even care that I was there by myself. Like I was so zoned in on the edge of my seat the entire time. Mm. It was amazing. Yeah, if you're if you are in an area that has it, San Francisco, New York, London, Sydney, go see that. Disney should hot. Well, no, Disney doesn't own it. Do they own that yeah, property? Yeah, yes. they do. Oh, they and the Disney Potter Park at Universal, the, the the aspect of the park at Universal, mm -hmm. I've never been, mm -hmm. but it's fucking awesome. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> the censors, really. Sorry. <sighs> you were doing so well this episode. <sighs> Yeah, don't listen to my podcast. Like <laughs> don't do it. Uh, she's so cute. You can bleep me and put a little cute little like anime like face over my mouth. She always wanted to give people work. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just pretend it didn't happen. All right, so we're going to do a part two mm -hmm. on New York Comic Con. So because we still got Batwoman, we still got Riverdale, Harley Quinn, cosplay um video games we got more to talk about so at least for this half give everyone your social media um so you can catch me at taylor of sev or t finner photos that's t-f-e-n-n-e-r-p-h-o-t-o-s and you can catch me on um instagram as well instagram and everything as art girl momo or um, specifically on Instagram for art, Mary of Many Mediums. Ooh, that's a lot I, going I on over everything, there. Everything, yo. <laughs> and you can reach me at Michael Seven Michael. That's the number seven in between. And of course, you're watching Geekcaster. So, thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, and or however you classify yourself. Doesn't really matter. But we all love this total. Lovely sci-fi fantasy stuff. Uh, Geekcaster.com, the only place where you can not only enjoy what we do, but you also can go to the site and make money. So check us out, Geekcaster.com.